listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Now, here's your host, Billy Sticker. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the show, Dr. Mike Headley. How are you, sir? Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I tell you what, we just recently uh, were introduced uh, through Mike Reed, and um, you've got a lot of great stuff going going on and coming up. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about your backstory. Why chiropractic? Yeah, I've been a chiropractor 24 years. I got started, first injury to my back, 13 years old, fell I think 14, 15, 16 feet off a ladder right on my sacrum, cracked a vertebrae in my back. However, uh, laid in bed for a few days, didn't even go to the chiropractor. Uh, later on that year, I played sports. I was, I'm was i six foot six, so I played football, got speared in the back. Sitting in the locker room in my pads, I, I took my shoulder pads off. I couldn't get my pants off, and I waited till everyone left. And I kind of hobbled out to the car, and my parents go, why, why didn't you get undressed? And I said, my back hurt so bad I couldn't undress. So then I think that was a Friday. I laid in bed all with pain. On Monday, they brought me to the chiropractor, said I have a crack in my lower back, scoliosis, took some x-rays, and, and I kind of freaked out. I go, oh, my gosh, I'd be wearing one of those bad braces, and you know, I couldn't play sports. I, I'm damaged goods, and uh, – first adjustment i mean the chiropractor is one of those miracle stories even though i you know i wasn't raised from the dead i first time i ever felt tall and i just felt ease in my body i used to get headaches from the concussions in sports and he just gave me my life back and as a result i could go on to play college football and college tennis and other things and got a scholarship and I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I kept on going back to my chiropractor, and I said, well, I don't know what I want to do. I, I was thinking about going into pharmacy or business or this. He goes, just go, just follow me around. So I followed him around, and he just inspired me. Dr. Mark Munson in Brainerd, Minnesota just inspired me because he was just having fun, you know, and helping so many people, and they were so happy when they left. And so I did, and he made me feel so good. I wanted to do what he did. Oh, great story. So where'd you go to college? I went to Wahpeton, North Dakota, uh, North Dakota State College of Science, two years, got my AS degree in biology, and then I went to Northwestern College of Chiropractic in Bloomington, Minnesota. Okay. And did you get your scholarship for football or tennis? Yeah, football. We, you know, Most people don't realize that there's not too much tennis in North Dakota with the wind and the cold, but right. um, yeah, played uh, college football. And the goal was to go to North Dakota State, their Division One, and uh, they're on the higher ups, winning championships a lot now, and they were back then. But I just got injured so bad, you know, concussions and back injuries, and I uh, just couldn't go on and and wanted to use my brain a little bit while I had some left instead of getting it ground in the dirt every day in practice. So yeah, I'm, uh, one of one of those things you look back on, you go, wow, I got injured and couldn't follow my dream of playing Division One football, but wow, I could follow my dream and help so many other people being a chiropractor. Sure, sure. I was a little curious on the on the tennis aspect. We love tennis. Uh, I used to coach tennis um, whenever my kids were younger, the junior tennis, and um, we play a lot. My daughter plays in high school, and I want to go to the U.S. Open. My, I, my bucket list is to make it to each one of the Grand Slams. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. I have a 
tenth grader as well, and she uh, plays high school tennis right now too. So I, I play a little bit, uh, more just watch watch my kids play. But yeah, it's fun. I would love to go to Rolling Garros as well and just just see some of those majors. Australia, obviously, that'd, it'd just be fun. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I'm sure the U.S. Open is going to be my first one just because it's you know, stateside, but we'll see. So tell us a little bit about your journey through practice, uh, you know, some of the ups and downs and, and what's brought you to here. Okay. Well, I practiced in a small town in Wisconsin the first 13 years, Whitehall, Wisconsin. And I eventually ha- had an associate, had another satellite office with, with an associate. Used to, I went down to Palmer College. Uh, Fred Barge's wife was from Whitehall, Wisconsin, where I practiced. And so one of my clients, people that came in the office, was one of his best friends. So he introduced me to Fred Barge. And I go, wow, Northwestern, zero philosophy. And he's talking to me about this philosophy. And he said, head down to Palmer. He convinced me to go to Palmer to get my diplomat in philosophy. And I just got lit up in chiropractic and got so excited, met Dr. Reekman there, and, and Dr. Reekman leaves Palmer, goes to life, and, and I went down to some seminars down there, and I go, oh, th- this thing is really cool. He has such a huge vision. I just, I sold both of my practices and uprooted, uh, my wife was pregnant, actually, and we had two young kids, went to Life University in Georgia and taught for four years fabulous community, fabulous doctors I got to work with. I got to retake a lot of classes and take some other technique classes I didn't get offered at Northwestern. was just on fire with chiropractic. However, I just it just wasn't the big city. Atlanta just wasn't me, and so I wanted to regroup uh, and, and get back into practice. I missed private practice again, and so I uh, was in Spain for a little bit, um, helping a, a colleague out that had a major crash and broken bones, so I covered her practice for a while. But then I came back to Minnesota, where I'm from, and I wanted to start in practice, so I bought a, a small practice. And the biggest challenge for me is become, <laughs> becoming a boss again, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming the employee, because I was an employer for four years enjoying life university, and, and I didn't have to take extras. I didn't have to mark extras. I didn't have to market. I didn't have to get new clients. I just taught students in the clinic and taught a business class. So now I go, oh. I have to get I have to get people in the door. I have to I have to talk to them a little bit different. I don't have the students and 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 the help. And it took me uh, the first year was a little bit of rough to get back on my feet to learn how. You know, I I didn't really enjoy doing screenings. I didn't know how to market this Facebook thing. I didn't have a clue about Facebook at, at, as a employee at Life University. So the first year was a little bit of a struggle. And then and then I reach out and ask what other colleagues are doing and and get my fire back and get my uh, community back and chiropractic and just wanted to uh, surround myself with like-minded people. That's kind of how I started the summit. I just wanted to reconnect with some, some really on-fire chiropractors. And uh, yeah, so now here I am today, uh, 24 years in practice and love and life and um, want to be one of those chiropractors that, that does a few adjustments a week at 90 plus years of age, uh, hopefully. And uh, just love the profession uh, in private practice, not a coach or a guru, just, just looking to share the message with other like-minded, on-fire chiropractors. So let's talk about the summit coming up. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, the the Chiropractic Summit is 33, 33 people involved in chiropractic. Some of them aren't chiropractors. Some of them are chiropractic assistants and marketing and business people and consultants that work with or in chiropractic. It starts on chiropractic's birthday, September 18th through the 24th, and it's a um, at least a one-hour interview online with these 33 ex- experts from all aspects of chiropractic and um, and it's just uh, the goal was to have a feel-good seminar that you can watch for free you can purchase if you choose but it's just a feel-good seminar because there's a lot of really good seminars today you know east and west coast you know uh, uh, northern and southern states I just wanted to have something online that people could just listen to in their car, on their phones, or on their computers. But the one thing that I really, really wanted to emphasize is one takeaway item from each speaker. So most of the speakers have a challenge for our listeners to nudge them in the right direction to get them uh, advanced in their success, even if they're doing really, really well, how to nudge them and keep them growing by having them take one action step after each one of their talks. That is so good because one of my favorite scriptures is in James and it says, be doers of the word, not just hearers only. And so often we go to seminars, we do these things and we take the notes and then we get back in our routine of life and we don't apply anything. And what's the purpose of learning these things if you're not going to take action. And uh, I, I've, I say this a lot on the show, the difference between knowledge and wisdom is application. And so it's one I thing to take all this in, but you're not operating in wisdom until you start applying this stuff to your life. So I love how you guys are doing that. Uh, go over just a handful of the names that people are going to recognize. Yeah, I, I wanted to honor some of the chiropractors that have been in the trenches for 30, 40, 48 years, the, the Dr. Larry Marksons of the world, uh, Dr. Noel Lloyd, Tom Morgan was in school when B.J. Palmer was alive. He got to meet B.J. Palmer. He got to learn from Clarence Gunstead. He got to learn from Clay Thompson and uh, Dr. Danny Drube and Dr. Charlie Ward. Then we have some young guns, um, the uh, Dr. Josh Wagners, Dr. Isaac Jones, and and then, then the, the, the medium-type practitioner. 15 to 20-ish years, Dr. Mary Lucas Flannery and Heidi Farrell and Kim Clapp that have been involved, entrenched in chiropractic that aren't chiropractors, but do some really, really wonderful things with staff, with teams, coaching chiropractors and staff. So it's kind of a wide, wide array, mixed male, female. So there's some pediatric chiropractors, Dr. Laura Hansen and Carol Phillips, Dr. Joe Stuckey, he's probably the number one authority on occupational health. Just just a really, really good cross-section of chiropractic. Yeah, this, I'm looking at the uh, at the Cairo Summit website right now, which is just CairoSummit.com. And uh, I'm excited. There's some great speakers uh, that you have lined up. So go over uh, – let's talk about those top five takeaways okay um i know there's a total of 10 but i know we're going to cover some of those today explain what those are and then let's go into them in detail for the next couple of minutes 
Yeah, if anyone wants the top 10 list, it's there's no secret. I re-listened to all the speakers multiple times, and I wrote bullet point notes on them, and I, I accumulated the most common talked about success characteristics. Number one was purpose. All of our speakers are successful because they're purpose-driven. Number one, they always talk about purpose. That guides them. And how do you clarify your purpose? Number one, what do you talk about with friends and families? You go to these seminars, you go to events. What are you always talking about? What's your passion? What drives you? What gets you out of bed every day? What's never like work? You know, for me, work is laundry and dishes, and I'm not past on my passion. My purpose is educating people and touching people and adjusting people. And and Dr. Gilles Marsh. He challenged people to really get crystal clear on your purpose. Even if you have a purpose, really hone it down so you live it. Just like you said, Billy, live it, do it, not just talk about it. And he challenged people 30 days in a row, read it out loud morning and night, and then incorporate it into your life. And then more importantly, tell your staff your purpose <laughs> and uh, tell your people that you work with every day your purpose and, and, and make it a purpose-driven business. So that's number one, purpose. Number two is win the morning so you can win the day. There's, a, there's successful people that get roll out of bed at noon and do their thing and whatever, and that's fine. But all of these successful people, 90% of them, win their morning by winning the day. A lot of them are prayer warriors, so they get up and say prayer, read the Bible, read scripture. They're, they're drinking their bulletproof coffee, making their smoothie, so nutrition. A lot of them are exercising and sweating. A lot of them just read. The Charlie Wards of the world get up at 3, 4, 5 in the morning and read a lot, listen to podcasts like yours and, and other things online. They um, write out their goals. They read their goals. They say affirmations. There's so many things uh, that you can do. And so the challenge is, what one thing can you do to add to your morning routine and ritual? And some some people, the Ben Learners of the world said, he he doesn't want to do it every day. It's it's fun to sleep in. It's You get cozy and warm. And well, when you win your morning, you're highly likely to win the day. And then number three is master your craft. A lot of the speakers hang out with people at higher levels than them. You know, the hundred millionaire thinkers, the billionaire thinkers, all of the high achievers in life are masters of their craft and they surround themselves with other masters. So be careful who you surround. If you want to go to the next level, surround yourself with people at that higher level. Reach behind you and grab someone and bring someone along. So how do they do that? They do that with seminars and books and they all shared books. And Dr. Isaac Jones shared the book, Good to Great. It's not a brand new book, but it's still a yeah. really good book. Great. You know, just fabulous. Um, and train. Dr. Emmett Blonick, he trains three to five hours a week in his office. And Heidi and Kim, they're talking about training with your staff and role-playing and role-playing with other chiropractors and communicating with other chiropractors. And so, so many other things that you can do to master your craft. The the pediatric specialists on the summit, they they have degrees above and beyond the average chiropractor. And I talked about Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Outliers, right? 10,000 hours it takes 
above and beyond your your uh, degree and certifications to be considered an expert in your field. Ten thousand hours, approximately ten years, and then you're in elite level. And Dr. Arno talks about fifteen thousand to fifty-five thousand repetitions is what it takes for martial artists to become a beginner. And the question are, are you willing to become just a beginner? 15,000 to 55,000 repetitions in martial arts to become a beginner. So what's it take to become a black belt elite? Massive work. But that's why the successful people, they make it look so easy because they put in the time. So those are the top three. Um, four is clear goals. Um, of, of course, they're goals driven. But here, here's a couple twists on goals. That's nothing new, right? But Dave Nybauer talks about what do you love to do? It gets back to your purpose. What are you passionate about? Just say sports. All right. Oh, I love tennis. How can you write your goals and market towards tennis? If you don't like screenings, maybe you love to do screening at tennis tournaments or events. So then, wow, well, the screening, I'm, I'm talking to tennis players. I'm talking about health and chiropractic. Or can you do workshops on performance in tennis or golf or whatever? So find out what you really love to do. Write down those goals. And Dr. DiMartini, drdmartini.com, he has a 13 question that we went through the summit to find your top three values, what you value the most in your life. And so if you write goals based on those top three values, that's just not a chore to work towards those goals because you're so passionate about it. That's what you love to do. And it, it, because if you say, oh, I need to see a thousand a week because uh, so-and-so at the seminar sees a thousand a week and well, that's just not me and it seems like work. I don't want it. Find out what you value. Write goals in those values. Then it's just fun, and and it's not like work. You get out. You kind of rush out of bed to work towards those goals because that's just who you are. You're like it comes back to you what you said, Billy. Living and doing and being a good role model, walking your talk instead of just talking. So that's number four. The last one is persistence. I shared a little bit of a challenge I had coming out of teaching at chiropractic college, kind of getting back in the workforce, so to speak, and marketing my practice and getting some volume and communicating, taking x-rays and learning how to, should I be in insurance or not? I bought a cash practice. That's what was my dream. But then I go, oh, geez, I'm not that busy. Should I take insurance? Oh, people are asking all about insurance. So those were some of my challenges. Every speaker <coughs> shared a challenge and that they needed to use persistence to get through because they were purpose-driven. They kept on reconnecting with their purpose and their goals. So I see speakers all the time, and they go, wow, they're, they're authors of books, they're seminar speakers, they're, they're, they're making money, they're on TV shows, they're doing all this. But guess what? They all admitted they had some struggles and they had to pursue. Dr. Ryan, he says, when you're at the valley and you, you just look up, there, there's a peak up there. Just keep clawing your way and just keep reaching towards the top. Use persistence 
and uh, not compare our everyday struggles or everyday life with all the seminar speakers' highlight reels. I love that because sometimes we we compare each other. No, what's your purpose? You know, master your craft and your niche. Be really good at what you do. Persist. Ask for help. These people are asking for help at all levels. If they're struggling, for sure, ask for help. If you're doing really good and want to get to the next level, hire people like you. Say, hey, I don't have a clue about Facebook. Can, but you know, can you take me to the next level by doing some Facebook uh, marketing for me? Can you help me with a book? So people like you are experts that can help us, and that's what the successful people do. And I didn't know that 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 they all struggled and, and overcame that, and they asked people, the experts like yourself, for help. So those are just some of the characteristics and snippets. And how, you know, how do you apply this? Get clear on your purpose. You know, write out your goals, be crystal clear, you know, win the morning by winning the day. Just really look at your morning routine. Can you get up 10 minutes early? Can you get up a half hour early and really have more you time and then persist when, when things are tough? Don't give up. Ask for help. You know, ask for coaching <clears throat> seminars, listen to podcasts, you know, talk to, reach out to people like you. You'll help us. You know, Proverbs 14.23 says that all hard work brings a profit but mere talk leads to poverty. So that goes back to, you know, you, you gotta, you've got to, to take action. Um, but persistence is so key and you can't compare yourself to others and you just have to keep growing and keep growing. I remember whenever my daughter who she's in 10th grade also, um, definitely the athlete of the family. I mean, she's just phenomenal, but in seventh grade, she starts volleyball. And she felt so inadequate. One of the first camps she went to was with girls that were all older than her. And we had to tell her, I was like, look, baby, nobody was born. Nobody came out of the womb knowing how to set. You know, it, it's it's a skill. And you just have to work at it. You, you've got to learn and you got to stick with it. And so through all the club ball she's done and the, you know, private coaching and the the camps and all this stuff i mean now she's you know the captain of the team and hands down one of the best you know players on our team um but it it's the work it's sticking with it and it's every day doing something that's going to make you better than you were the day before and one of the things uh, i think this ties in with what we're talking about so i'm going to share it i brag on her and her friends uh, and I, I tell them this too, they are great at motivating each other to do better. You know, they challenged each other during the summer. You know what? Let's only drink water. That's fantastic. You know, how many of them are like, you know, I'm just going to lay around and watch Netflix all summer. You know, they would go to the, to the track and they would work out together when they didn't have to, but it, it was, and that's the kind of people we need in our life people that are going to push us to be better versions of ourselves, And I think that's what the summit is going to do. It's going to equip us, give these doctors what they need, the tools, the motivation, the direction, the application to be better at what it is we're passionate about, what our purpose is. So um, I'm looking forward to it. How can people find out more about the summit? How can they sign up? Where do they need to go? It's just simple. You can go to kairosummit.com. 
and you can sign up for free, and it starts on September 18th, and Dr. Larry Markson kicks it off with, I told him, he, he delivered three seminars in one hour of information. He gave a really generous offer at the end. He's not selling anything. He's not coaching anything. He gave a really generous office offer how to get his ebook. He doesn't have a print book anymore, but you can get his ebook for free if you listen to the summit. And uh, so CairoSummit.com, the tagline is success is a skill, learn to master it. And like you said, hard work and it's learnable and implementable stuff that anyone can do and we all can do and we have to run our own race and and all of the speakers had a challenge not one of them defines success the same there's not one definition of success some of them refuse to answer that question well how do you define success they wouldn't define it because they know we have to run our own race we have to define success on our terms and what we're purpose what our purpose is and what we're passionate about and then run our own race and judge our success based on us, not anyone else's outside materialistic things. So that was kind of neat to hear as well. And and I think that's uh, in chiropractic, we get we kind of talk numbers first and we, we judge ourselves and judge others by the numbers and the shiny objects. And uh, the takeaway is success is a skill, learn to master it and anyone can master it. And then just uh, run your own race and define success in your terms, but then get up every day and work really hard to achieve what you say you want to achieve. Very good. Cairosummit.com. Dr. Mike Headley, thank you yeah. so much for everything that you're doing for the profession. Uh, it's going to be a great seminar, um, and we just encourage everybody to go sign up. Thank you so much, Billy. Keep doing uh, great things. Thanks for being on today. All right. You're welcome. Well, you just listened to another episode of Cairo Candy. For the show notes to this episode and all the other shows, head on over to CairoCandy.com. Now, if you're ready to take your practice to the next level and you want to use Facebook to do it, or maybe you've used Facebook before, but you've never had the results that you're looking for, or maybe you've used other people to do Facebook marketing for you and you just haven't been satisfied, head on over to CairoCandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. I go through several different key mistakes that I see doctors all over the world making when it comes to Facebook marketing, and I show you some key strategies and tips that we're using to help chiropractors take their business to the next level and increase the impact in their community. Once again, go to chirocandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. We are currently working in over 40 different chiropractic offices all over the world all over the U.S., Australia, Canada, and we see what's working and what's not. And in this training, I'm going to point out what's working and why it's working. We'll see you next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.